Hey, welcome everybody to the Black and Save podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Kyron Green. And I'm Dr. Keisha Thompson. On this podcast, we explore what it means to be Black and saved in today's society. With a healthy dose of sarcasm, psychology, and humor, we explore the drama and culture of society and the church. The show provides a space for listeners to connect, reflect, and grow in their faith and understanding. Welcome. Welcome. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Black and Saved. I'm one of your hosts, Kai Green, and... I'm Dr. Keisha. What is going on, everybody? You all know how we like to start this show, so let me ask my favorite question to one of the most amazing women that I know, Dr. Keisha. How are you doing? I'm doing really well, thank you. I literally just posted a video on my Instagram entitled Dope Black Women and Hype Man because I was like, my co-host be hyping me up so much. I literally just did it as I sat down here. Uh, But I'm doing pretty good. That's what's up, that's what's up. So, uh, you know, uh, I know we're still in, we're still in like your favorite month. Well, maybe not your favorite month, but I know one of your favorite days is International Women's Day. We kind of highlighted that. We're still going on with Women's History Month. So like everything's been good. Everything with that's going good. Yeah, everything's been good. I mean, any day that you're alive and you're a woman is great, especially in this day and time. Um, So this week on Clubhouse, (laughs) you know, my favorite place to be. There it is. (laughs) Can we please get some sponsorship? Because you be hitting Clubhouse hard. We're going to stop mentioning them. We're going to come up with a code name for them if they don't give us this sponsorship. sure. But we... um, you know, I, I, interact, I engage a lot of what I do on there is through this Trinidadian club on there. And so I did, I um, curated a um, Women's History Month event highlighting some of the contributions of some Trinidadian women that I met on Clubhouse. Mm-hmm. So I, there are two young ladies who I hang out with regularly on Clubhouse. Um, One is into styling and she's into like the NBA and sneakers and stuff. And I just always find it interesting when women are in those spaces and she dominates when she's in those spaces. (laughs) Um, And then another one, she's a pediatric nurse. And then she also, big thing for Trinidad and Tobago is carnival. She also makes what we call masks, which are the costumes. So she actually like hand makes a lot of the costumes as well. So they co-hosted with me and we highlighted them. Um, And then we had um, one woman, she's, I featured her on my other podcast. She is a virologist and a fertility specialist um, based in Nevada. She's also the sister of Winston Duke, who was Umbaku from... Yeah. Yeah, and she was very, um, what is it, Black Panther. And she was very instrumental in like helping to raise him and a bunch of other things. Wow. Um, and she's really cool. I hang out with her in Clubhouse all the time, nice. um, Dr. Cindy. And then another woman that I met, she is a NASA rocket scientist. Oh, that's pretty dope. It's pretty dope for a woman to be that, for a Black woman to be that, for a Trinidadian woman <laughs> to be that. Like we, we're from this little island. Yeah. Like, you don't grow up thinking you're going to put, you know, rocket ships on the moon, like, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, um, so that was pretty dope talking to her, and she's really cool. Um, and then there's a young lady that I also spent a lot of time talking to on there. 
Her parents are from Trinidad and she is a pharmacist based on a Navajo reservation in Arizona. That's got to be interesting. Mm -hmm. That's got to be interesting. Yes. So those were the main women that we highlighted and it was really fun. Um, and it is warm outside in New York. Awesome. That's good news. That's good news. Yes. I went for a couple of walks this week and Ooh. I went outside earlier and it was so beautiful. Got my taxes done. Come on, taxes. Taxes oh. done. Like I'm planning to do it this coming week. I'm dreading yeah. it, dreading it. Yeah, I recently started having someone else do it. So I was able to yeah. do that. It, it's, it, it's starting to make sense to do that. But anyway, I'm really good. Um, how are you? All in all, I'm well. I'm excited. Uh, by the time you all hear this, I will be fully vaccinated. So what? 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 what, what? Yeah. Outside, 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 outside. So yeah, when I get that second shot, I'm be outside. <laughs> yeah, there's already <laughs> some things on the books. Um, I'm looking forward to going home next month and spending some time with my mom. Giving oh, mom! Yeah. Now did mom get her shots? Yeah, actually, she. You know what? Let me not tell all her business. She. Let me just okay. say this: she will be fully vaccinated as of tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so. I actually saw my mom today and Uh (laughs) it's the way you lit up for me. Go ahead. Oh, because, because the story is related to moms and vaccines and she's been fully vaccinated for, for a minute. Mm. And, you know, I just had my first round. And so I went to see her, um, the that award I'd gotten I'd gotten it shipped to her house and it was like a bunch of stuff in the box so that was cool like just go and do it with her and stuff um and then I had bought her a roti now you told me that there is a Trinidadian food truck near you now yes yes so you need to go get a roti roti. now I hope they can make it well because not everybody can make them well okay you like chicken you like curry oh yes Go get you a chicken roast. Okay. So that's what I got my mom. Um, I just happened to be um, where that, in the kind of like in the neighborhood where the roti shop was. So I was like, oh, let me pick her up one of these because I know she probably doesn't get it a lot. Mm-hmm. Or the one, the place close to her house is trash. But... <laughs> <laughs> no, just put that out there. My friend is sitting over here and she's laughing because it's the one she goes oh, to. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> Sorry, friend. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but she's had from that place and the place I got my. She knows. Right, anyway, besides, there's some popcorn um, in the snack drawer anyway. She's okay. This pop. You heard me tell her there's popcorn <laughs> in the snack drawer. Yo, my friend stopped by. We're about to go to dinner because it is nice outside. Uh, and I didn't want her to be hangry while she waited. So I told her there's popcorn in the snack drawer. I do have a snack drawer now since I be home all the time. Um, so we're standing out and she has a stoop and a little front yard. So we're standing out there talking and this lady walks up the block and she comes back and she's like, you know, um, I just felt in my spirit and I needed to say this to you all. And I've been saying this to everybody. Okay. I'm gonna say that again. She said, I feel in my spirit. I need to say this to y'all, but I've been saying this to everybody. If you don't want to take the vaccine, just know that the only vaccine you need is the you Lord. Know what? And so 
I just wanted the lady to leave. So I was like, yeah, well, we're, we're vaccinated over here. Yeah. And so she, she was getting ready to go. Um, and she was like, um, well, I won't, you know, I, I'm working right now. So I won't, you know, I won't, I won't talk too much, but, you know, look into what's in the vaccine. The thing is that lady didn't understand that she got the right one today. You got the right one, baby. Because I wasn't going to engage well. her. But my Caribbean <laughs> Pentecostal mama, <laughs> who has regular conversations with God, mm -hmm. was like, well, let me tell you something. <laughs> and I was like, oh, Lord. Oh, what did she say? She says, you know, when I was a little girl in Trinidad, we had polio, polio. There was a polio outbreak. And I wasn't even eight years old, but I remember that. Mm -hmm. um, and, and I mean, I'm giving you the abbreviated course, version because yeah. And she basically was like, you know, I was, I was in the house and, and the Lord brought that back to my memory. And I wasn't even eight years old. And he brought it back to my memory that we went and got that vaccine. And so when my son said, you know, my, my son had said we were going to go take it. And, and so I, I went and took it. And, and let me tell you, the same God uh, that would protect me if I didn't take the vaccine uh, will protect me against whatever you say is in the vaccine. Well, same God back then, same God right now. What? And so the lady was like, okay, well, that's that's why, that's probably why I felt in my spirit to tell you. It's like my mom has been vaccinated for weeks. She don't got a cure in the Ooh. world except what's going on with her garden. <laughs> Are her tulips coming up or not? You know what I'm saying? Oh, Lady, she ain't thinking about what's in this vaccine. Oh, at, at this point, why look at it? It's in your body. It's over with. And so it's like my mom was saying, she was like, she's like, she kept telling me, like, I, she remembers being a little girl and everybody being afraid because when people somehow um, were contracted polio during that time, they would lose mobility. They would become what she called mm -hmm. crippled. That's the word that she used. And so she said, when the Americans came with the vaccine, we all went and mm -hmm. took it. And this was like, I mean, my mom is of a, you know, my mom is like in her seventies or whatever. So this was like years and years ago. But so she was just like, these people talking about, they don't know what's in it. We don't know. Anyway, my point is not to try to convince anybody yay or nay on this. We know where we stand right. on this. But I was like, this is hilarious. This lady definitely got the right, right. one today. Right. Was it that moment like she said it and were you like watching your mom's face like, oh, oh no. I wasn't watching her face. I sensed it. Like I knew, here's the thing. My mom is the, one of those church ladies that walks around with little tracks in her bag. Oh, wow. And she'll like give it to people. Mm -hmm. And she like, and so there's that, like, so she's not going to back down. <laughs> so there's that. And then she, she's just not going to back down. And so I was just like, I needed to come home because I had a meeting getting ready. So, and I was like, oh, Lord. and then I was like, I hope this lady isn't so far gone that she's going to start acting up out here. And then I'm going to have to like remove her. Oh, because. <laughs> She, what like my mom can be very friendly to people like when she's out front she's always talking yeah. to them like who are you talking to don't talk to them <laughs> and she's like y'all need to be kind of like don't be a beast that's the term she uses like don't be a beast <laughs> and i'll be like i won't smile at people i'll be like okay thank you yeah see see 
I'm hypersensitive that she's of a particular age and I feel like people prey mm. on on that age group because they might see her there you know yeah. what I'm saying so like a lot of, anytime somebody stops in front if, if I'm around mm -hmm. and I don't know who they are like I don't want them talking right. to her you're like shoe fly don't bother me get out of here be gone. get out of here be gone <laughs> listen if there's an opportunity to get your mom on the podcast I would love to have a brief conversation with yeah, her not doing that. and I can't do that Conversation is not going to be brief. First, that's of all. the best. Part. Let's get off of this. Let's get off of this. Fine, topic. fine. Well, overall, same way you ain't bringing your mama here. Like, oh, you already know. No, I'm not doing that. Right. So let's not do that. I mean, but you, Dr. Keisha, like you can do this. If anybody can do it, you are a dope woman doing dope black things. You can do this. Yeah, we have dope no, black she... mamas doing dope black mama things. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know. No, fine. That lady found the right one today. <laughs> And trust me, I like condensed the whole conversation. Oh, I'm sure you did. But yeah, and I was just like, so I was getting ready to go. I was like, go inside. Don't talk to no more strangers See today. Anyway. Well, listen, let's uh, let's jump into some of this church. church uh, so let's jump into some of this church news. Church announcement, sir. You want to make some church announcements? Yeah, that's that's what I was saying in this. Go ahead and make the church announcements. Yeah, yeah let's, let's let's talk about some of these church announcements. <laughs> Listen, I know people have seen this probably all over the internet, and I think I could almost just stay here the rest of the day. But Dr. Keisha, and for well, let me say this for for those that you do not know, there's a gentleman who goes by the name Derek Jackson. I just want to go on record saying I don't want to talk about this. <laughs> and Derek Jackson is a self-professed, like, relationship guru, I guess, uh, something like that. This is not anybody that I followed before. Like, I was aware of him. I've seen some of his stuff, but it's just not anything that I, it's not content that I consume. Uh, and so this whole thing came out about how he is um, been cheating on his wife, um, having these affairs, and um, that all came to light. But a video surfaced. There's two, really two videos. There's a video of him. Is it three? Oh my gosh! I know there was one. There's four. So he's he's what I. So there's one. Uh -huh. Again, I don't want to talk about this. Um, with him and holding the hand of his wife. Very tightly. Very tightly Clint. as she wears a bonnet. And I feel like sis is trying to communicate a message to us with her eyes. <laughs> Almost like give us free, no? Okay. I, she said it was not a bonnet. She said it was a hat or a helmet. Well, so then there was the second video. Okay. Which was her with a baseball cap and a piece of here sticking out the side over here mm -hmm. and saying that she has to give her testimony because the word of God said we overcome by the word of our testimony. And that's why she's doing it. She doesn't care about these things by looking a particular way. It's yep. a spiritual warfare, all of that. Then there was the one with old boy in his car reacting to his video because that's his signature, right? Like he sits mm -hmm. in his car and gives advice or he sits in his car and he reacts to people's yeah videos talking about himself in the third person mm. and then homegirl came back with a beret uh army fatigue shirt and that's when she called it the helmet of salvation okay carry on 
So, and, and, and the thing is like, there, there's a lot here. And, and I know people have been like dissecting it, the dissecting this and looking at it several different ways, but I'm not even sure that I, I necessarily want to poke fun at them, but it's just, I just, there are things I do not understand. And one of them you spoke on, this gentleman kept referring to himself in the third person. And I just was so baffled as to why Kyron Green had to listen to Derrick Jackson talk about <laughs> Derrick Jackson because Kyron Green is like Derrick Jackson's business is all out here, Derrick Jackson. Did you see Kev on stage's reaction to it? Oh, I didn't know. Uh-uh. What is he He has about? a reaction to the third person. Oh, no. And then he has a reaction to when she's like, this is not a hat. Uh, no, this is, <laughs> she said, this is not a bonnet. It's the helmet of salvation. And he was like, it's a bonnet. It's a Hush. <laughs> and and listen and so this is like and this is one of the legitimate questions that i have is that sometimes i struggle with this idea dr Keisha. wait is hold it, on one second i'm sorry let's go back to the third person thing because i feel like we all do the, the third person thing sometimes like i'll be like she is tired she is me beyond one or two sentences <laughs> beyond one or two sentences i can't hold on to this third person thing so the fact that bro had a whole video where he held that's some kind of special type of talent or anointing no the i the gift of deceit okay that's right. what <laughs> like, okay. i just you why right. why like, do, i didn't do it but Derek jackson i got it, it. yeah okay if there, like is that not a behavior that would make you think that somebody is lying or just not, or not, or being. I mean, deceptive? it was the the arm clutching for me. It was. It no, was. No, 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 no. Let's go back to. Let's go back. Let's go back. Where are we going? Where are we going? Let's go. Let's let's take it back. <laughs> okay. Okay. Again, not somebody that I really followed, but he will pop up on my timeline from time to time because people right. like him. People would post stuff, right? Right. Um, and. I never was overly impressed by what he had to say because right. it's like common sense a lot, but also like, why are you encouraging all women to leave their men, right? right. Um, like that's always, like that's your signature advice. Also like, why are you sitting in your car? Do you not live in a building, in a home with right. like, like, why are you always, and like his, his head to body ratio, it's just like, but anyway, I'm not gonna do that today. <laughs> but, um, Oh my gosh. The next thing was that you're giving, I'm always wary of people who are relationship gurus, gurus, giving advice. And I don't know who your partner is. I've never seen your partner. You don't even, some of them don't even have partners. You know what I'm saying? And so for the longest while, I was like, oh, you one of those. Then he came out with a video maybe about two years ago saying mm -hmm. that I guess people had outed, outed him for having children. And he came out explaining why people don't know about his relationship and whatever, whatever. So I was like, oh, mm -hmm. cool. Dudes is in a relationship. I didn't know he was a whole married man. I did not oh, know that he was married. So why is it, right? I'm always very like, why is it that you're out here giving relationship advice and nobody's ever seen this woman until this moment? Yeah. It was never important for you. You're all about love and healthy relationships and healthy living. It was never important for you to show that to your audience. Right, right. I think, I, I, you know, look, I, I don't think there's a good answer for that. Like, it's, So it's, then she's sitting there. Did, couldn't you tell she was uncomfortable when you was like doing that thing with her arm? Yeah. It's... And then 
you all put together, she got on a bonnet. And here's my problem. My problem isn't that she's wearing a bonnet and she's being her authentic self because if she's the type of person who likes wearing bonnets and doesn't do all the whatever, whatever, that's fine. But you're now creating a narrative, which mean that means that you have spent some time thinking about how you're going to present this to the world. Mm-hmm. And you want people to believe that, you know, y'all work through this, everything's all good. Nobody was like, let's get your face done or, you know, I'm not, I'm not big on makeup right now. Most times you see me, it's just a lip. Right. You know what you call it? The full beat. Remember you told me about that? (laughs) I put you on words. Uh, You put me on to the full beat. I don't do that very often. Sometimes I do. My friends, like if you, if we had something to do and I showed up. Yes. Come on. In a bonnet. Come on. Or looking a little bit disheveled. Mm -hmm. Would you say something to me? Yes. Right. <laughs> yes, I care about you enough that I would. My first thought would be, huh. And she's <laughs> not one to be on these internet streets, but dude, you've been on the internet. You know how people drag people, and you just let her come out there like that. Not once, not twice, but three times. Yeah. Yeah. That to me is a level of. I don't know, man, like that. And then I'm like, it makes me extra suspicious of him. I know I keep going on and on. I apologize. I'm gonna let you talk. <laughs> um, where are her friends? Because when you have a sister friend circle or one or two good friends, they're going to be like, sis, okay, the first one. Okay. okay. But now you're just, <laughs> so then I'm like, are you isolated? And I feel like somebody did say that. There's always somebody close to the situation that comes mm-hmm. out and says something. Are you isolated from your from your social network, from your social circle? And if you're isolated, is it as a result of this relationship, which leads me to sort of believe that there's some level of manipulation that's going on here? Um, and that's some of the things I think about it. But I had interrupted you like <laughs> 20 minutes ago, and I apologize. You know, I, I you there's a couple of things that you said that I was like, yeah, that, that that's where my head was going. And so, like, on the manipulation piece, because that's what you just said. Um, oh, I'm trying to think of the right words to use to kind of describe this. But like, that I'll, I'll just say that was one of my concerns when I listened to the quality of her responses, her ability to articulate how she was feeling and what she was experiencing compared to him and just thinking through the situation. Um, I I thought, I, I'm afraid this woman is being manipulated and she may not realize it. I mean, his ability to, and, and even the way that she referred to him, she goes, you know, um, he's smart. He's the way that he talks, you know, this, that, and the other. And I just, I, I thought to myself, I am not sure who you are comparing him against, um, but he's created this, this, this platform where he has this authoritative voice and, and, and some people go for that. And I just felt bad for her. And, I, and that's what I thought. Um, there was a sense of selfishness that I picked up and I was like, wow, I hope I don't come across 
that way. Like just, just things that I saw that I went, you know, I want to make sure I'm not doing those things. Um, and the idea that you would, you know, like he knows this industry, he understands what it means to be on the internet. And again, I, I don't know, maybe it happened behind the scene, but like, did he have a conversation with her about how she was presenting herself? Right. right. Like to, to have that level of concern for her. And so that makes me again wonder, like, is there is selfishness at play again here at that piece? And then on the flip side of the coin, one of the things that seems to happen a lot to me is that just even asking the kind of the basic, oh, I hate to say it this way, maybe there's a better way, but just basic ideas of decorum. Like, I understand when we say that, hey, my authentic self is X, is Y, is Z. But I even think. <laughs> Do, do is there not a time and a place like for meeting a, a bare minimum of something right. and i just you, yeah oh go down no, no, please go ahead look you're you're trying to sis you're trying to tell me um that you're okay and and you're you know all these things but when i look at you i see a woman that's beat down mm -hmm. i see a woman that and I and I and I hate to I, I hate to I, I don't like talking about relationships in public because yeah. I don't got it all together in that mm -hmm. in that arena and and I and I hate to 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 judge things, um, but you presented something and you put something out there and then it's it's it's, it's out there. Um, I don't see the value that you have for yourself. I see oh. the value that you have for this man but I do not see the value that you have for yourself. And quite frankly, I don't see the value that he has for you. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and I think that, and, and that's, that's the essence of it. And, and that's one of the big things that, that I saw in those videos. Um, another behavior that just, I really want to question. And I think men and women both do this. Um, and again, I'm not saying that this is specifically what she did. I'm saying, this is one of the interpretations that I got from that, right? So, and sometimes even as believers, we have a tendency to over-spiritualize things. And it is so uh, hurtful. It's so hurtful to us when we talk about mental health and different things in the black community, is that, that, that the same habit exists there. You know, um, you know, even though Kevin stayed, like, like there were some jokes made, it's like, no, that's not the helmet of salvation on your, you know, like, come on. Um, and, and she just, she, she used some different scriptures. She used some different ideas and I'm going, you know, those are great ideas, but are you applying them in the right context? Right. I don't, I, I don't know that you are. I would probably have a different conversation with you just, just to talk through the scope and the breadth, breadth rather of that scripture so that you can make an informed decision about what you want to do. And, um, and so that was another one that just jumped out at me. And that was just one of the prayers for myself. And one of my concerns is being a believer. I just said, Lord, help me not to over-spiritualize things. I understand I live in a tangible world with consequences, with logic and with facts it exists, right? And I live by these spiritual principles that are meant to guide my life and help me arrive at an informed decision. But I, I just, it, it was scary. It was really, really scary. Yeah, and, go ahead. And, and I was gonna say, in, in the last piece in talking about that same idea, even when I reflected back on some of the, like 
unfortunately, the things that happened in the Atlanta shooting, when we talk about people that become so fantasized by their spiritual concepts and some of the eye conclusions that it can lead them to, it is so, so unhealthy. Yeah, and, and, and if, if anyone's a little bit confused about why we're making that connection, um, I think we talked about it on our live um, and it's on, it's on our Black and Saved um, account. We talked about this young man who um, decided to take the lives of the Asian woman. Um, he was someone that was involved in a youth group and all these other things. And there were people trying to offer explanations as to him trying to get rid of um, temptation or whatever um but so here are two things that i have to say about this whole spiritualization scripture scripture hijacking um of the jack um done by the jacks the jacksons um one that 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 the the manipulation there is real for me in the sense of like he ain't never mentioned god jesus the disciples mary joseph baby Moses, nobody in none of his videos up until he was exposed, right? Because supposedly this thing happened a while ago. It didn't happen recently, right? The other thing is that um, it was funny at the end of that video, he was like, I got 50% off of this book for y'all. <laughs> People watching this video, you get 50% off of this book about how I'm a cheetah and God helps me not to be a cheater no more, right? You would never even mention Mary's little lamb ever in your life. And now you wanna be talking about the Lord. Yeah. And you know, God is gracious. He is. God is kind, God is forgiving. And so you come in with this verbiage. So the church folks are going to latch on to it because we got to give you mercy. We got to give you grace because when God extends that to us, we're supposed to extend it to others, right? So now, even though you've lost a good chunk of your audience, you're out here reeling in a whole new one mm -hmm. who had never heard of you because you never mentioned this before, Yeah. right? Yeah. And so what I was troubled by, um, and I'm troubled by, I'm like, who is giving them counsel? Either nobody is giving them counsel or they're getting counsel from a not good source, right? Yeah. Because sis was like, the reason why I'm here is because the word says that we overcome by the word of our testimony. No, right? I'm not, the word does say that. But you are here because your husband's mistresses ratted him out. If this really and truly was a testimony, when it happened, y'all would have came out and said, hey, this is a rough patch we just came through, but God. You were willing to sweep all of this up under the rug, but now that it's out here, now it's a testimony. Mm -hmm. A bonnet is not the helmet of salvation. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and, and you're the you're the theologian here. I know the sword is my Bible. I know that much. You know, you got to put on the full armor of God to stand against the wiles oh. of the devil, mm -hmm. right? What? Can you talk about the helmet of salvation? Like, is it something we put on our heads? 
because the, when she take the the bonnet off, does that mean the salvation leaves? Like like. You you really low key took me out. I'm trying to hold it together. Why? Just let it out. Because, Just let it out. No, be yourself. because it's it's nonsense. Be your authentic self. I'm be I'm trying to be Dr. Keisha, and it's just it's just yeah, it's it's nonsense. It's nonsense. Okay, because here's the thing: it should not be something that you take on and put off. It is something that you receive, and it's something that you should be bound in at all times. So again, these metaphors and these different things, illusions and or maybe delusions that we want to give ourselves to help us to feel better in a tough situation are not particularly helpful. And the last plug that I'll make here, and I think this is why it's also important to remember um, that we should make it a priority uh, to have mental health resources in our life to help us to move through these different, to move through these different pieces. So no, it is, it is not right. <laughs> that, we also, a, we, go ahead. Whoa. Mm -mm, go and, ahead. And there's also something he does. What you said is so important. This idea of not really mentioning Christ until now, but even when he does, there's, I can't think of the exact quote, but he makes this statement kind of like, and by the way, I'm really kind of mad at God because I try to do every like I try to do everything that that you know he said to do but my relationship you know I still like stepped out yeah so there's no response there's no personal responsibility oh I was gonna say something crude and but I'm trying and to be that, okay and and that Dr. Keisha that Dr. Keisha again it spoke so much to the idea of selfishness this, this, you are, are you willing to take any responsibility and what you have done? Because it sounds like you're trying to throw Jesus under the bus. Like, well, I caught myself giving my life to you. So it's supposed to have been rainbows and lollipops, bro. And that is not how this faith thing works. That, that is just not how it works. So when you lied and told these women that it's so funny. I, I sent out some messages today to be like some of our loyal listeners. Hey, what y'all want to talk about? Yeah. Um, and I said, because right now we we got this 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 person, and one of them was like, go ahead and drag him for Phil. Like she was like, go ahead and drag him. Lord, I was like, not drag. I'm trying. I'm trying not to. Right. Well, because we're trying to deliver. We're trying to. We're I'm trying not to drag, even though like there's a strong like desire to drag because yeah. we all make mistakes in life and we all do dumb stuff stupid stuff oh. messed up stuff we don't always treat people right like 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 there's not one that is you know righteous against all of this stuff um so that's why i'm trying to like temper it but you made a whole story of saying things wasn't going right with your wife that's why these people you know, have relations with you. Yeah. I wouldn't, you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and it's more than one person. And, you know, for the most part, we live in a society where we are actually clothed with, you know, you might not be clothed with, you know, <laughs> what is it? The girdle of, what is it? What is it? Y'all ever seen somebody ugly laugh because they try to keep it in? 
It was the way your eyes were roaming to and fro. You was like, I'm trying to think of the the the, the full armor. Be clothed with the breastplate of righteousness and the sword of the spirit, <coughs> and have your loins girt about with truth. Is it truth? You know, I think it is true. I have to, I, I need to Google it to be for sure. But I, you supposed to be the saved one. Good Lord. Oh, let me open my Bible app. Um, my my point is that um, so it's Ephesians six. It starts yep. about ten. Ten. Yep. Um, it's like the breastplate of righteousness. Um, okay, so it says, stand firm with the belt of truth buckled around your waist. I'm in the NIV, the breastplate of righteousness, your feet fitted with readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. Take up the shield of faith, which can extinguish, sir, the shield of faith can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one, the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. And so, um, we also walk around with clothes. And so there's a conscious decision that one makes to derobe, unclothe, to engage. Right. And you you want to throw the Lord under the bus? Under the, all the way under conscious the bus. Conscious decisions? Right. right. No, sir. That's not how it works. So it's just not. Because listen. I'm a single woman out here in these streets. Well, they're conscious decisions that I have to make all the time. And you know what? Anyway, I'm not. You know what? <laughs> so, so, but listen. my okay. point is, my point is that um, at some point I looked at that last video and somebody asked me, they were like, Dr. Keisha, is she okay? And I looked at her eyes and I looked at how she was carrying on and I said, she's not okay. Right. She's trying to be okay. And she's either latching on to things that were told to her or that she's misapplying and she's not okay. And so it's real easy to make fun of the bonnet and the piece of hair sticking out mm -hmm. and the, cause she decided to put on a camouflage shirt. Cause she said she at war. She at war. And, <laughs> Gosh, so many jokes, but not even that. But it's like, sis, you are at war. But quite frankly, I think that you're pointing. You're, 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 you you're are fighting the wrong enemy. people. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah, we are all at war, and I, I like for real. Like, and sometimes we're at war with ourselves. And it's ourselves, dude. Get sometimes, there. sometimes it's we ourselves. are at war with ourselves. It's ourselves, right? Because we want what we want, but we know we know different things or sometimes we don't want to accept who we are we don't want to accept what like there's so many things that, about ourselves we don't want to accept but sometimes mm -hmm. that war is against the people that are supposedly closest to you that don't necessarily have your best interests at heart mm -hmm. and so you should be protecting yourself like boundaries is something that we talk about with clients a lot because when people cross over your boundaries, it means that they no longer care about what you want and what you need. It's, it's about them taking what they want and what they need. And so the, the, I think the thing that, that upsets me about all of this 
is because now people are like, well, this is what happens in the church. And they're 100% right. This is what happens in the church. This is how people think about and talk (laughs) about these situations. But it's not what happens in the healthy church. It's not what happens with the healthy Christian. Right. right. You mess up, you make mistakes, you take responsibility for it. Um, and you don't use a scripture verse to blame somebody else or right. to explain it away. Like you did what you did, like you wanted what you wanted. Like, come on, man. Right. 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 There's, I mean, I, I think the, the, if, if no one gets anything else from this experience or like from this dialogue, please just hear me when I say this, you know, it is very tempting for people to use their faith as a method of escapism. And escapism is the tendency to seek distraction and relief from unpleasant realities, especially by seeking entertainment or engaging in fantasy. Our faith is meant for enlightenment, not for escapism. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what disturbed me about, like that's, if I had to wrap it in a nutshell, that's what got me with this whole video. It's like, yeah. people are engaging in like, high level escapism yeah. using the scripture, using the faith and not confronting the real truth and using mm-hmm. the enlightenment that mm-hmm. the faith is meant to bring. Yeah, 1,000%, 1,000%. Um, <clears throat> well, I know you wanted to discuss the WAP. <clears throat> so, <laughs> in Man, other- I was hoping you would have lost it right there. <laughs> no, I just- I was I was locked in. The fact that you said it, I'm always going to keep that audio. Um, <laughs> just so, just so you know, uh, I didn't see no. what you're talking about. But go ahead. Okay, so in further church new, news, what is it? Is it, is the it church news? I mean, this is the church. This is that sick. This is that segment. You know, we still some of us the church people are still listening to Cardi B and Meg The Stallion. Mm. Come on, come on. Now, so if you all have not heard, uh, you know, uh, Cardi B and Meg Thee Stallion have a song called WAP, Mm -hmm. extremely popular. They were asked to come on to the Grammys the other weekend and perform it. Um, And the FCC has gotten a few complaints about what was going on, but I've, I've heard different people having this discussion. And so just maybe a day or two ago, um, I was like, okay, let me see this performance. What is, what's going on? It was for research, y'all. Yeah, pretty much. And, but I watched the video and I understand how people could be bothered by it. I do. Um, I was actually shocked that the Grammys asked them to perform that song. The Grammys knew what they was doing. You think the Grammys ain't know what they're doing? Don't nobody watch the Grammys. And then I think the question that I had to deal with though at the, at the end of it is trying to understand, you know, like how do I, like how do I give people the space uh, to represent themselves uh, and to, to celebrate themselves in a way that they feel is, you know, uh, authentic to who they are and how do, like, how do I do that and then um, also align my hopes and aspirations, or I should say my hopes and aspirations, but like, how do, how do I balance, again, my ideas of decorum? But that don't got nothing to do with you. That's the problem right there. Yeah. I, like, 
like it's not up to you to give people space to do that mm-hmm. right in the one second though but in, in in this particular sense the I, I think the the hard part is going okay being being concerned with how mm-hmm. that behavior mm-hmm. or that action those experiences are going to shape us collectively and by us i mean black people okay right and and, and, get, okay. and like learning how to take like hey that's you can't I give you that. I give you that. Um, I think as a black woman, I think we are overly sexualized. And so um, just off the bat, people will over sexualize us, right? So like one, like, so two of the the stereotypes for black women is like Sapphire and um, like Jezebel, right? Those are sort of like um, archetypes that people have um, when they, Wow, you're looking confused. Oh, sorry, no, I was just thinking, go ahead. <laughs> when they think about black women and project it, right? So that, you know, as a single black woman in the workplace, a lot of times people will assume that I have a certain type of lifestyle. They will assume that I probably got a couple of kids, mm-hmm. right? Um, and a lot of that comes from that. And so I understand when people are concerned that they already think this of us um, can we afford to engage in what's what appears to be hypersexualized behavior in mm-hmm. public because it's almost like giving them feeding the flames okay right yeah. and yeah. so i get that and i also get where it's like so you know when you think about madonna you know and and, and yes compared to what they're doing now is tame but what she was doing back then in the 80s that was not tame right the way she presented herself and so because she was not a black woman she had the space to express her sexuality in a way that black women don't have the space to do that and so that's where i kind of like i'm like i get both sides of it mm-hmm. i get where people are concerned but i'm like so because this exists then i can't ever be seen or 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 behave as a sexual being, mm-hmm. um, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, and, and, I, and so that's where I'm like, listen, then that's all I was like, are you sure the church do? They are not deaconesses. Mm-hmm. We do not um, expect these girls to perform in church robes. Um, and so then, then there's also the expectation, but then there's also, you know, <laughs> It's so complex, right? Because the Grammys knew what they were doing. That's, Nobody watches the Grammys. Black people don't watch the Grammys because the album of the year, you're always like, who, a dodo bird won that? Like, who is that? Right. Right? And so they knew what they were doing by having these women perform. They were going to get a certain audience yep. um, because they're not, they're not touring right now. So people are tuning into performances to see stuff and then they're gonna drum business up for next year. Mm-hmm. And so then it's like, well, dang, did they secure a bag or were they- um, Exploited? Like? Exploited. Yeah, I hate to use that word. No, but... it's, com- it's a real complex situation. <laughs> and I don't, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. And, yeah. I, and, I, and in either point or direction, none of those are swords that I'm willing to die on. Right, right. And I think for me is it, because uh, I, I, I'm, I'm, in, I'm in step with you and I go, no, I can, I can see both sides. Like I, I have some respect on both sides. 
Um, my, I would say my default reaction though is that I wanna, I, to me is like in my head I go, I wanna try to err on the side of caution. Like that's, that's where I wanna go. And so it's, it's, it's just a, it's a really, really confusing place to be. Cause I want people to, I like, I want people to be free. And, and at the same time, like, listen, they can perform their song and do their thing. And I'm just like, that's you. But check this out, right? Person. Yeah. Check this out. Remember that moment when Barack Obama was campaigning and him and Michelle gave each other a fist bump. Mm-hmm. And there was this cartoon that, you know, painted them as these black extremists. Mm-hmm. Um, and these folks are out here, we're out here, you know, doing the Lord's work, you mm-hmm. know, representing, being immaculate in their characters, and mm-hmm. they were still dragged and demonized, mm-hmm. right? And so it's at the point where, like, respectability politics, like, why? Right. Because it's still not even serving the purpose that we think it's supposed to be serving. And mm-hmm. that's where I stand on it. I'm like, do what you want to do. Mm-hmm. Because like we always say, they don't like you anyway. Yeah, yeah. No, great, you know, great, great points. And that's one of the things I, I was curious about. I was like, you know, I wonder, I wonder how Dr. Keisha feels about this. Cause I'm, yeah. I'm on the fence. I'm like, I can, and at the best, you know, um, I'm really big on personal responsibility mm-hmm. uh, at, at the end of the day. And so for me, you know, I'm like, would I want my kids seeing that? Not till they were a certain age, right? right? I just would not want them to see that. And, or if they did, then I would engage them in conversation. Right, right? so then it's your, and I think a lot of people do that. It's your responsibility as mm-hmm. a parent to decide what your kids are exposed to and to educate them. Like, right. it's not on Cardi and Meg, like. Right, right. And, and that was some of the conversations I had with people and, you know, that did not, probably appreciate the performance or really felt negative towards it. But I was just like, what are you, like at the end of the day, like, what are you going, like, what are you going to do? That's not in your circle of anything. I either don't know the same kind of people you know or people know better than to bring that mess over here. Yeah, yeah. God bless you you and the work that you're out here doing. I know the churchy churchy. Hey. Uh, I know a lot of them. So if y'all listen, love you. Yeah, I think I know them too, but they, they know. Or they probably think I'm not saved, who knows? Um, <laughs> it was something else you wanted to talk about. Uh, oh gosh, what else was happening? Oh, listen, friend. Now, with those were two, I don't know, maybe those were heavier. This is definitely lighter. Okay. So, you know, we talked about Kirk Franklin, right? Right. And you listen, were singing Kirk Franklin when I came on here, right? I was, I was, I was. I think I was, who was I singing? Oh, right. You said you saw the interview with Tamron Hall. Yeah. So they were on with Tamron Hall and this is a short one for me because here's what here's what took me out so Tamron's like you know given the situation what's going on um and at some point Kurt's oh wait hold on just in case some folks are not clear because we talked Mm -hmm. about this on the live as well Kirk Franklin um has a difficult relationship with a son who is 33 years old um, Mm -hmm. and they got into a, a verbal altercation. Um, Kurt cussed him out, told him he would do X, Y, and Z to him, called him a number of names. Um, And so the son recorded this and put it out to the internet. Kurt came out and apologized and said, you know, it's been a toxic, difficult relationship. 
the therapist was called in at some point during that conversation. And a lot of people will come in at Kirk Franklin, like, how can you talk to your son like this? A lot of folks will act like this kid was eight, right. 33, grown 33. man, Whoa. right? Um, so we talked about that on our, again, go check it out. We're not gonna use yeah. <laughs> the time, but I just wanted to catch you up to speed. So then Kirk and his wife, Tammy, were yeah. on the Tamron Hall show. Okay, right. the part that took you out. They're having this conversation. We get some good backstory. Tammy just really comes in and like she kind of lays this backdrop about no, like, and you know, carry on's mom. We've all been involved in trying to like help this young man and, and do some stuff and you know, set some stuff up. If you're interested in that, you can go watch it. The one thing I want to talk about though, um, uh, Tamara's talking to Kirk and she's like asking about their relationship, and pretty much. I was like, Kirk, you better tell her the truth. Kirk was like, listen, me and my, you know, me and my son have some challenges. We don't always see eye to eye, but uh, you know what? Over the years, he's just gotten more and more aggressive in his talking. And when you aggressive, you know, he was just looking like, you know what I'm saying, Tamara. And then he's like, and then he says this, he goes, you know, yeah, is my son an adult? Absolutely. But you know, I'm not, uh, he's a, I'm not his equal. I'm his father. And <laughs> y'all know what that means in our community. He's basically, I'm not one of your I'm little friends. I'm not one of your little friends. <laughs> and you're going to have some respect when you deal with me because I am your father. And if don't nobody else like this, I'm sorry. That's the way, I'll least say that. That's the way I was raised. When I did not see eye to eye with my father, he, he was okay with me not seeing eye to eye with him. But what he was not going to be okay with was disrespect. Mm -hmm. I paid too many bills and I've done too much for you. You to just run up here and decide you're not going to be respectful. So I hear everything everybody's saying. But if you're asking this brother here to counsel Kurt, nope. I'm going to get a shirt to say the same thing. At 33, sir, at 33, if you get out of line, you're going to get a get, you're going to get an out of line response. At my son, I'm sorry. That's all that's happening. I just wanted people to know that. Go watch that interview. It is hilarious. You know what's funny? We oftentimes talk about the differences in our upbringing and stuff like that. And so it's mm -hmm. funny that both American parents and Caribbean parents have a way of saying, I'm not one of your little friends. I'm not one of your little friends. Yeah. You're not going to talk to me like that. Yeah. No, not going to go. Not going to go. But uh, that's all I have for church news, Dr. Keisha. I mean, it's a lot happening in the church. It's a lot happening in the world. Um, outside is opening back up. I, I don't know that we have too much more for you. I mean, Texas been wide open. Um, the rest of us is check, you know, catching up. But you know, I, you know, I was looking back and we started this conversation last summer and. Mm -hmm. And so I'm just really appreciative of all of you that listen. I'm really appreciative of you, uh, my co-hosts, um, and, and the space and the, the ability to have these conversations. And so one thing, I don't know, did, did you have a word for the, for, the, for the people this week? Oh, I, I do have something that Go I can Go ahead, give, the, pe give, give the people a word. I always got things I can say. You know I can talk, but you can. Listen, because I, because I, I listen, and you might want to add to it because it's not anything new. I just want to hammer home the same idea that I, that I was earlier. You all, there are so many things cropping up to distract us with the work of uh, equality, 
um, to, to, to distract us from the work of, um, you know, really standing up, speaking up and being unified for other people, whether we're talking black women, whether we're talking Asian people, whether we're talking non-believers and believers, listen, it is so critical right now that we continue to stay open to not only doing what our faith compels us to do, but also educating ourselves and being open to the different ways of expressing what the word is encouraging us to do and not to get locked on these tracks um, and, 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 and not even a not even to be like Brother Jackson. I ain't gonna say Brother Jackson, but mm. not even not even to be uh, pushed to a place to where you want to throw Jesus under the box, under the bus. Excuse me. Now is the time to really stop. I think he and look put at, Jesus in a box and put him under the bus. Under the bus, because listen, when it comes down to it, here's 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 where I'm going with all of this. This is a perfect season in your life to really focus on who you want to be. Those are those internal deep value questions that you set for yourself and your determination of who you want to be. I guarantee you it will influence what you do. And when we talk about it, I think it's called it's called Jahara's window, Jakarta's window, but it's like four, four squares. And there's like, there's a box. There's like the you, you see the you, they see. And then like, I don't know. There's like another third box, but these are kind of things you normally see. But then there's a fourth box and that one's called like the shadow you. It doesn't mean it's a bad you, but it's the you that you put away, you lock away, you don't take out. Jesus Christ wants to help you be the best version of yourself. He gives you the strength to deal with that fourth box. All those things that are in the shadow you, this is the time to confront those things. Do it with the enlightenment of the teachings of our faith don't turn to escapism to not deal with those things like some of the stories we've talked about. And while you're on this journey and while Jesus will help you to look at the dark parts of your life, there is nothing wrong with getting someone who is a mental health expert to help guide you through the tangible, you know, earthbound work you need to do to be the best version of yourself. That's all I got. And make sure that they are licensed and they're not hey. just a life coach. Y'all, that's the word. <laughs> Get a license. Make sure they're a licensed professional. That's the word, y'all. The I'm not adding anything to that. The doors of the church are open. We invite you to join us by liking the podcast, subscribing to the podcast, sharing it with your, to your friends. Follow us on Instagram at black.save. You can follow me at Dr. Keisha. That's D-R underscore K-E-I-S-H-A. And you can follow me at Kai Green Speaks. That's at K-Y-R-O-N, green like the color, speaks. All right, y'all. Take care. All right. Go get that license. <laughs> Ha, ha, ha.